Welcome to the 169th episode, nice, of the So Video Games Podcast, where we talk <laughs> about any game at all, including new stuff, old stuff, anything in between. If we're playing it, we'll be talking about it. Today is March 20th. My name is Brad Galloway. I'm the editor of GameCritics.com. I'm half of the show. With me is co-host and the guy who's doing something different with me tonight, Carlos Rodella. Yeah, we're shaking it up, people. We are shaking it up. Uh, this show, and probably the next couple ones like it, are entirely due to Carlos's thought. Um, if you caught last episode, episode 168, you'll notice that the first 10 minutes were about living under the cloud of the coronavirus, what this means, you know, quarantining at home and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, Carlos had the brilliant idea of saying, you know, people are home, they're bored, they need something to do. Why don't we do micro episodes more often? And I'm like, yeah, Carlos, that's a real good idea. Hey, thanks, Brad. I came up with it. <laughs> it's all you, buddy. It's all you. No. So this is this is the first of our microsodes. Yeah, I just thought like, hey, we're home and you're home and we are not going to wait a week to do a whole episode because let's make a bunch of little ones. And it's kind of a fun, uh, you know, attempt at making shorter episodes. So I thought that's fun, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's just kind of see how it goes. I mean, uh, we're trying to give you guys something to listen to. Maybe uh, changing it up with focusing on one game per show will give it a little bit of a different flavor. Let us know what you think. Do you like these? Do you like the OG show once a week? I mean, do you like both? I don't know. Who knows? Let us know what you think. We'll do these for a couple. We'll see how it goes. And uh, I don't know. I have no promises for the future. I mean, we'll do something. Yeah. Whether it's short shows, long shows, who knows. But we'll, we'll try it out. We'll, we'll do shows. But I would say the rules of the game for this mini-sode or micro-sode or whatever we're going to call it is uh, one game, one episode. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, and in this case, it's actually a demo. Absolutely, yes. There's actually a lot of demos coming out this week and last week. I feel like I've been downloading nothing but demos, which is weird because they kind of went away for a while. But they're back. They're back in force. I'm sure we're going to be talking about more of them on the next uh, few microsodes. But for now, the subject of today's microsode is Disaster Report for the demo, which is currently available on PS4. I believe it's also available on Switch and PC. The full release comes out on April 7th, so not too uh, not too far in the future. Like, what was that, two weeks, two and a half weeks or something like that? Um, before we get into the, the demo itself, Carlos, do you have any experience with the Disaster Report series? I sure do. I am a big fan of the series. It is a weird series. It is uh, like a action game that's exploratory, but also really weird characters and lots of different costumes and things you would find in the world. And it's about centered around a disaster or disasters. And it's always been one of my favorites. It's just the weirdest game. And it doesn't make any sense. And I love it for that. Yeah, I'm actually a really big fan, too. I'm glad that you have played um, some of the older ones. Did you play both of the ones that were released in America or yeah. just the first one? I was wondering. So we, had, we got one and two and then we didn't get three? Well, or how did it go? I'm, question marks here because I remember the original disaster report. And actually... I'm going to break the Soviet games rule. I actually did a little bit of research on this. What? Just, a, just, just a bit. I figured there was only one game. I should probably, I should probably look something up. Leave it to a micro episode to have us change the game. Oh God, I know, I know. Okay, so just forgive me, folks. I did a little research. The first disaster report, which I loved, came out on PS2 in the year 2003. It was followed up by a game called Raw Danger. Right. Now, it did not share the same title, but it was the next game in the series. Raw Danger was also on PS2 at 2007. Now, are you aware of any more that came out after that, or was Raw Danger the last one that came out domestically? I guess that's the only two I played, and I did play both, and then Disaster Report 3 exists. 
and I don't know what that is. All right, I'm not going to Google it now, but maybe maybe it exists in America, maybe it doesn't. It probably exists in Japan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, these were very quirky titles. I loved them. I mean, getting caught in the middle of a natural disaster is something that you don't often come across in video games, especially where it's like the focus of the game. I mean, you know, you'll have an earthquake in a game or something will come meteor come crashing down. That happens all the time in games. But that's just like a one-off thing as you move on with the quest. Like the, in these games, it is all about surviving in usually like an earthquake or like a flood i think raw danger i believe was set on a man-made island and the whole thing was crashing down all sorts of crazy stuff happens and it's weird because it's kind of realistic but a lot of it is like super like not realistic (laughs) yeah (laughs) some of it's like really really crazy and i like you said survival because to me it was kind of one of the first survival games i played right like this said it had not been a genre in my opinion and was it playstation 2 we're talking about yeah, no, not really. Not back then. Not in the way that we think of it now. Um, I mean, maybe there was something kicking around on PC. I'm not aware of it, but this kind of like surviving, getting water, resting, watching out for natural disasters and stuff. I can't think of anything else on console, certainly, and probably not on PC. If anybody out there knows of a game like this that came out before Disaster Report, I would love to hear about it. Yeah, it's um, like the birth of survival games, really. Because, I, I mean, yeah, you're not playing with a bunch of other people. It's not multiplayer, but you're still conserving things. You're thinking about things. Even in this one, which we'll get to, I mean, even a little bit of getting hurt is like a big deal. And you then you have to go find, you know, bandages or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the second thing I'll say before we get into Disaster Report 4 is, you know, it doesn't make sense. Like, like you said, like logically... The, the, the setup is cool where you're like, yeah, this is a terrible thing that happened, but how am I going to basically a puzzle, figure out how to navigate this place, get to the next place, save some people and save myself. And how do I do that? And that's just a really interesting concept. But then as per the usual for this series, you meet people and most of the time they're just oblivious to what's going on or they talk about something else or they really go make you go to a fetch quest that has nothing to do with like the building that's falling over. And it's just like, it's really weird because it takes you out of it. I think some of the characters in this game. Yeah, you're, you're totally correct. And I've, I've always been kind of puzzled um, by that dichotomy because you, you'd think that something like this, like, oh my God, we're in Japan and, and we had an earthquake and we're looking for fresh water and getting survivors out of the rubble. Like that's all pretty like straightforward and serious. And you would think that's what the game is really focusing on. But just like you said, like there's always like a lady who's like, oh, I lost my cat's bell. Would you please find it for me? <laughs> or, you know, like something crazy happens, like some guy's favorite bicycle is lost or you got to talk to somebody about how to make up with his girlfriend. And it's weird that they get these really strange, abstract, like JRPG style quests in the middle of wrecked buildings and, you know, just disaster. And we got that same flavor with this demo again. Yep. So yeah, I'm going to let you, yeah, I'm going to let you start off on this, but just to set it up real quickly. So this is a demo currently available. I played it on PS4. Is that where you played it? Yep. It is third person. Um, I don't want to say it's open world, but like you're kind of in these like big areas that are sort of closed off by, you know, gaps in the road or fallen buildings. So you get like these big areas to search around in, and I'm sure the full game will probably let you go between areas but for the purposes of this demo you're basically at a big intersection in a city and you're kind of let loose so carlos uh you want to kind of give us the intro like what happens how does the game start off uh just what did you think of the demo yeah i I think in the uh, past games i remember just kind of getting 
some cutscenes and then getting really into the area that I need to be in and, and figure out the puzzle. But this one started differently, at least in my opinion, where one, there's a character creator, which I never remember that being a thing. No, that was never a thing yeah. before. Um, not much of a character creator. We're not talking code, no. <laughs> code vein here or anything. Uh, it's like four different options. but And then you choose like kind of what you want that personality of that character to be. Like, are they just going to be care about themselves? Are they going to care about other people? And I don't know what that does. It doesn't really tell you. So that was interesting. And then as soon as you start the game, in these cutscenes to be, get you into a place where you're going to deal with disaster, they ask you a lot of interactive fiction, interactive text, uh, choose your adventure style. And I was not ready for that. I was like, wait, why am I still answering questions? Isn't there a big earthquake coming and shouldn't I just deal with that? And I think they're setting you up for like maybe stats or things that you might, the character might have. But like in the very beginning, there's an elderly lady and she's like looking for a seat. And the options are like. Like on a bus. On a bus. bus. I'm sorry, on a bus. And then you go, the options are like, you know, give her your seat. Or, which I thought was weird, uh, realize you're getting off the bus soon anyhow and then give her your seat. I'm like, isn't that the same thing? And then my uh, favorite option was the one where you cuss her out first yeah. and then you give her the seat. I'm like, what? What do you want? That's I wrote, not an option. I wrote that down. I cursed the elderly lady before offering her my seat. Why would you do that? Oh my God. So yeah, that was, <laughs> there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the beginning. And some of it gets you moral points, which again, have no idea what those are for. And you do that quite a bit until you actually hit the disaster area. And then the gameplay starts. And I thought that was kind of interesting beginning, right? Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't expecting those questions either. And I, just like you, I was really wondering, like, oh, is... I mean, clearly they're trying to, like, define your personality, but then does that play into how much stamina you have? Or does that determine who you're going to meet? Or I, They're totally they're totally um, opaque about that. They don't give you any clue at all. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out in the main game. But, uh, you know, you answer a bunch of questions, you get on the bus, and then an earthquake happens. And then, uh, and then what happens next, Carlos? Yeah, then you're pretty much in one main area that they've kind of locked off for the demo. I'm sure it's similar in the game, but you can't really do much besides go into a building uh, and kind of talk to people around the streets who are, like, you know, reacting to these disasters. But in, like, uh, every disaster report, whenever you walk anywhere in the map, uh, unusual again for a lot of different games, uh, you can actually deal with all of a sudden a disaster or, like, a building will fall down or a lamppost will fall over. And some of that stuff can hurt you. And in the very beginning, some of that stuff can kill you. Some of that stuff can kill you too, yes. But like in the beginning, it's a building fell in the distance, even. I wasn't even near it, really, I thought. And the rumble shaked me and I fell and hit my face. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like life points down. So you have life points, you have a stress meter, and you are navigating this whole little area, talking to people, trying to gain clues, and then do again these weird cutscene missions for people. I thought the weirdest one was in the very beginning. I met a guy who was just staring at his lunch on the floor. Did you see him? Yeah, like he dropped his lunchbox and spilled it on the ground in front of him. And he was just depressed. And I was like, wait, buddy. Okay, there's building burn, burning buildings around and all sorts of mayhem. And what's going on, buddy? How you feeling? And he proceeded to tell me about his life and how he lost his job. And he's been faking it with his family, going to a fake workplace. And I'm like, wow, I do not know if I want to get into this with you. Because there's bigger problems. That's really the thing is like you you meet people in the in the course of any disaster report game and like they will always like they'll have some kind of weird issue that seems really inappropriate to talk about at that moment. I mean, you would think people would be like, oh, my God, you have a bottle of fresh water or 
oh, my leg is hurt. Do you have a bandage? But this guy, you know, just like you said, he's like, oh, yeah, I got fired and didn't tell my family. So I'm really bummed about it and I don't know what to do. And you're like, okay, that's a real problem, bro. Like, I feel you. But, you know, like you said, there's chaos. There's flames. Like, things are falling down. And, I mean, it's funny you, you mentioned the, um, the building falling in the distance because when I was walking around this square... Uh, a rumble happened, and a big part of this game is knowing when to brace yourself. There's a button dedicated oh, to bracing yourself. Oh, I forgot about bracing yeah. myself. That, I wouldn't so like, hit my face. Absolutely. So, like, if something starts to rumble, you got to hit the brace button and hope that you were in a good place. So the very first time a rumble happened, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember this. i got to brace myself. So I, like, kneel down on the ground so I don't fall over and get hurt. And a lamppost fell over. It crashed right in front <laughs> of me, like, five inches in front of my face. And I thought that was a cutscene, right? And I'm like, oh, wow, that was scary. That thing almost got me. And then I walked around the corner and then another rumble happened and I'm like, I wasn't sure what was coming from. I'm like, uh oh. And then the building I was standing under completely crushed me and killed me and it was a game oh. over. And I was like, oh man. So I, I guess I should have ran instead of braced, but it's kind of tough to tell where that stuff's coming from. So yeah, there's danger from all sides here. Yeah. I immediately hit right one for run like immediately. And I was like, I need to run everywhere. I'm not going to yeah. like go slow anywhere. Um, and also real quick in the very beginning, you meet this group of people who are just like all actually worried about what's happening and like looking on their phones. And one of the options besides like talk to them about the earthquakes, one of the options in the, the dialogue was I mock people and call them stupid for huddling together during an emergency. <laughs> Why yeah, would you gave, do that? I know they gave me these really weird options. I'm very curious to see how that plays out. So. So as we start the demo, um, I'm walking around the square. There's, you know, some random NPCs you can talk to. They all just have, like, one line of dialogue. Like, nothing really happens. Um, when you get close to somebody who has, like, one of these, like, emo side quests, like, you get a, a quick cutscene and you talk to them. But it's not really, like, anything huge. Like, it's, like, the guy, you, like, console him a little bit about his lunch that fell on the ground. There's, like, uh, a teacher who's, like, really insecure about what she's doing. And there's a couple other people. But, like, nothing really comes of it. And I got to be honest, dude, like I was in the square. I was running around in a circle for a long time looking for something to do. Like, did you did that happen to you or did you figure it out pretty quick? Well, I immediately went into the building and went up all the way to the roof. Uh, the roof? You the, can go to the roof? Not the roof. I'm sorry. Like the top floor. There's like mm. many floors. Yeah, yeah. And I got up there and there was <laughs> there was two people just in the dark, sitting in the dark because all the power was out. And um, the guy was like, he wanted to like uh, talk about jobs or something. He had like he come from. Uh, it said businessman who came for negotiations because everybody in this game, by the way, has a title above their head, and they're all just like what they're doing. So it's not like Jane or Frank. It's like yeah. person who is you know this immoral man. One of them was immoral. Immoral man, yeah, immoral man is pretty good. <laughs> oh, one of them was man fighting the summer heat. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these descriptions are pretty, I know. pretty like hilarious. Dude. It's like funny and and disasters at the same time. It's a weird game. Anyways, he was in there sitting in the dark with this other lady and he's and his businessman who came for negotiations. And then the power's out, so the lady's like, There's no negotiations. And they're still sitting there. And they're the just dark. sitting there in the dark. Yeah. But yeah. so I ran to the building, I found um, a bunch of things that I thought I might need later. Like lady was looking for her key in there. Did you find the key? I didn't find the key. No, I didn't find the key either. They kept talking about the key, the key and the lady, key and the lady, key and the lady. And I'm like, okay, I'm searching like crazy. And this area is not that big. I never found the lady or the key. No, but I did find the two schoolgirls for the teacher. I found those guys also. I found yeah. a backpack that I could wear. Found the backpack. You have the emergency backpack, which is very silvery for some reason. So yeah. there's very limited to do in this demo. I would suggest not to be a quick summer already, but it's weird as F 
Oh, we can swear on this podcast. What am I doing? We can swear on this, yeah. Just it's Say a microsode. It. It's weird as fuck, but it's also really interesting, and you just want to be in this world because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what weird characters are going to meet, and you don't know what weird disaster is going to happen. I like the idea of this game. My main thing that I like about it is that I don't know what's going to happen. Like like you said, you know when to brace, kind of. Kind of, but obviously you died even when you were doing that. Even when, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's almost like a Dark Souls thing. I don't want to say that, but there's something about like the immediate danger anywhere that's very interesting and the weird comical character. So that combo for me, I still am going to play it, even though it like doesn't make sense. Um, I played the other two and, and really liked them, so... But the the end of the demo, do you, do you get to the end of the demo? Yeah, I mean, I believe so, because um, you, you walk around the square for a little bit. You talk to some people. That doesn't amount to much. Then you do a couple emo um, little side quests. I mean, I hesitate to even call them side quests. They're just kind of oh, like talking yeah. to a person for a second. Um, I found the students, like you said. And then they were like, oh, we got to get out of here. And then they, they, they take you to a bus that's kind of flipped or like an overpass or something crashes down. And there's like a little tunnel. And they're like, oh, we got to get through. And then you can be like, okay, girl A, you can go. Or teacher, you can go first. Or rude student, you can go first. Or you can also say, never mind, I'm going to go first. And, of course, I did the chivalrous thing. I'm like, I'm going to go first and put myself in danger, not the students. And as soon as it did that, it was like, oh, I'm going to pause here and go back to the main screen. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And then it just, like, made me. Is that where you got to? Yeah, yeah. It It was so weird because all the things in the game are, like, choices. And it says, like, I will do this, right? And yeah, then we, exactly. we all, both of you and I saw, and everybody playing it, sees I decided to pause the game and return to the title screen. And I was like, <laughs> what? No, I did not. I didn't either. Why are you making me do this? This is so weird. You I should thought, just say end of demo, right? Yeah, end of demo. Or like you get through the thing, it, it, it blows up, you know, and you can't see the people anymore. And you're like, well, I made it out somehow. And like some sort of ending. And then like showed like, you know, in the distance, all the disaster. Like that'd yeah. be a cool ending. But like the yeah. weirdest fucking ending. I did, really I did not strange. like that. Yeah, it's it was it just was not clear because I'm like, did I make a choice that was wrong, or is this the end of the demo? Like, what's just just tell me straight out what's going on. And uh, speaking of weird, I, I really want to caution people. Um, if you did not, <laughs> if you did not play a lot of games in the PS1, PS2 era, like we got a lot of games back then that were really super experimental and really Japanese. And mm. I, you know. It's kind of hard to describe, like, the way that the logic works, but, like, game design in Japan is very different from here in America or very different from Europe, and there are certain things that are just very Japanese in terms of culture, in terms of how they design their games, how they think, and this is, like, a Japanese-ass Japanese game. And, like, for example, um, when you are walking around the town square, there are these little, uh, I don't know, like, guardrails or something. They're about the height of, like, the middle of your, your shin, maybe, or something. And any American game would have you jumping over those, no problem. But in a Japanese game, those are impassable barriers because you can't jump and can't mantle over them or anything. And you're like, what the fuck is this? This is like a foot and a half tall. Why can't I get over this? But you have to find a way around. So like doing little things like that, you you just have to accept that is how the game works. Like there are certain things you can do, certain things you can't do. And if you're okay with the limitations of this I mean, admittedly, kind of old school Japanese design, like you'll be just fine. But if you're the kind of player who wants to have like an open world, like true survival, you know, Far Cry experience or something like that, you're going to be really frustrated playing this game because there are a lot of limits, right? Yeah. And it's also, I mean, again, if you're familiar with JRPGs or how about this comparison, Yakuza. Exactly. This is a Yakuza game. Essentially, it's like off the walls bonkers. You're running around doing things. You're just not fighting people. You're just trying to like not die. 
So yeah. it's, it's Yakuza and trying to not die. But also, here's another fun comparison. Death Stranding. Death Stranding? How so? How Now, not in this one because I haven't played much of it. But I remember one in either Raw Danger or the first one. I was like literally on moving platforms trying to figure out how to jump from one concrete thing that was in the water to another concrete thing and then pick up something and then somehow get off to the other side and then also like bring someone else with me. Like it felt like a, you know, a task, like, like a difficult task of, um, what's it called? Being ambidextrous or no, that's the wrong word. What's the word when you're being nimble and whatever, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I just felt like it was more of a, a, a play on that. Like, how do I get from here to here? And I, I would hope that, uh, four does some of that later on too, because this was just running around like any JRPG would be. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. There was less of the actual danger, I think, besides a couple key moments. But uh, it is a yeah. Demo. It's interesting because I, I mean that's a really good call up because I was waiting for those moments because I know that's really what the game is about. Like like being on top of a crumbling bridge and there's only like one iron girder left and you need to balance your way across it. Or like you're in a bus and half the bus is hanging off. Uh, a ledge or something and so you're balancing to make sure the bus doesn't fall off or like you're in a a crumbling building and you got to like decide which pieces of the building are not going to fall when you climb on them there's tons of those moments but you don't see any of that in the demo i'm i'm guessing this is literally like the first 10 minutes of the game where like nothing major really happens and you're just like wandering around and i bet a lot of people will be kind of put off by that because it seems a little bit boring and i got stuck for a while where i just could not figure out what i was supposed to do i just didn't realize that i could go inside one of the buildings it didn't seem like a thing i could get into because uh, I was looking at it from the wrong angle. So I just was wondering, and I would bet a lot of people would be like, well, this is dumb. I'm talking to four people, and there's nothing else to do. This game sucks. But I, Yeah, I think they would have done better if they just put you late, later in the game. In an action scenario. Yeah, and just say, yeah. like, you have to get from A to B and maybe collect a Santa outfit <laughs> because that's <laughs> probably in the game at some point. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Oh, yeah, it starts with snow. So, of course, it's in the game. Yeah, you know it. Um, you know it. Yeah, so anyways, I still liked it. I, I don't think it was a good showing. Um, I'm already in you two coming from having played these games. So it just reminded me of the series and a little nostalgia for it. And yeah, I mean, I'll, I probably will buy it as soon as it comes out. It depends on how much it is right away, but I hope they go for a lower price point. It would be kind of disappointing if they went for 60 bucks. And I agree with you. I don't think this was a very good showing. I'm excited for this, but really not because of the demo. Just like you said, because I am familiar with the other two games, I know what I'm in for. So that's making me excited. But if I had never played this game before and didn't know anything about it and played this demo, I'd be like, this sucks. Like, I would not have gotten into it. So I'm hoping they're going to capture the spirit of the other two games. I'm definitely up for it. I, I would love to play another one of these. Oh, and in the options menu, it says there's a VR mode. What's up with that? Which is, I did notice that, and that's fucking weird. I don't know what in the world you would do VR in this game for. So I ooh. don't either. I bet you just mini games or something, but maybe. maybe. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a wait and watch for me because um, I'd like to play. Yeah, I'd like to play better parts of it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go for it just on the the faith that I have that it'll be kind of like what we got um, back in the PS2 era. As long as it's not sixty bucks. Uh, if it's like forty bucks, that'll be like a yes immediately. If it's 60, I will probably wait for a sale. But I am very excited about this. And if nothing else, maybe I'll game fly it. Who knows? So. Yeah, 40 bucks I'm into. Death Stranding. Yeah. Death, I just said Death Stranding 4 in my head. <laughs> Death Stranding 4. Get it now. Forget 2 and 3. Fuck it. Wow, Kojima's been busy. Just we skip over right those to four. sequels. Yeah, hey, exactly. by the way, that's just like, uh, you ever seen the movie House? It was like a horror comedy. Yeah, with William Cat. 
I don't know that answer. Yes, the I, guy I, who was the the main character from Greatest American Hero. Yes, I think he's yes, a, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Everybody so, is listening to this. What fucking shows are these guys talking about? Well, this is these a mo- old ass dudes. Yeah. Oh, it shows. Yeah, yeah. That movie is like a horror movie, but it's comedy. Anyways, they I think they made House Two, but then they skipped House Three and they just went right to House Four. And Did House they really? Yeah, yeah. And I, remember, I used to watch. I watched it on VHS, and it is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. And we just used to do this show called Negative Rad, which where you score horror movies, and it got a negative four hundred sixty eight or something. It is out of ten because that's pretty bad. Well, I'll tell you about Negative Rad like some other time. <laughs> uh, long story. Long but story. House Four jumped is all I'm trying to say. They they skipped. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of like Windows. Windows skipped over a couple numbers, but their releases oh, too yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Went straight to like Windows ten or something. Anyway. End um, of microsode. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't got anything else to say. Anything you left uh, on your end there, Carlos? No, that's it. Uh, check out the demo because it's free. Why not? Absolutely. So I think that's it for now. Before we sign off, I do want to give a quick shout out to listener Nocturnus, who is in Iran. Uh, he sent us a really cool message on Twitter. Said that he listened to 500 hours of the original Game Critics podcast. Uh, he discovered it through Google uh, search and just listened to all of it. And he's also listening to So Video Games now. Uh, thank you so much, Nocturnus, for listening. Thank you so much for reaching out also. We were all really touched by your message. I forwarded it to the original crew. They're all still alive and kicking, although we're not really doing the Game Critics podcast anymore. Uh, and most of them are really not even active at Game Critics anymore, which is kind of weird. Um, but I did forward your message. Everybody was really touched. Um, we're talking about maybe doing a brief reunion episode. We'll see if that comes together. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for, for sending us that message and for sharing your story about what life is like in Iran. Um, sounds pretty fucking grim. Uh, so I'm glad that we could be there for you in some small way and give you something to listen to. Um, and thanks for listening to So Video Games also. We're glad to, that you continued on and we still got you with us. So yeah. thanks, Dr. Ernest. Thanks so much. And we're happy that we could do anything to help out. God, I know, right? Yeah. Anything, yeah. So all right, man, keep on listening. Keep on sending us a message if you like. And thanks to everybody else who's listening. This is the end of the very first microsode. And we will be back when we're back. I mean, what, another day or two maybe? Yeah, we're going to do these like a fucking ton. Let's do a ton, dude. Let's do a ton of these. Okay, we'll do do a ton ton. of these. We'll catch you on the next one. So that's it for now. We'll catch you on the next one. I'll catch you on the next one. Microsode out. Microsode out. Microsode out. I think it's called Microsode. Microsode out.